0: Stand up and be special. Testing, testing. Okay. Stand up and be special. Uh self-care, mental health, habits, values, stand up and be special podcast. Yes, I, I just I just start. Hello and welcome to the ninth episode of Stand Up and Be Special. I honestly never thought I would get this far. But it's already been almost two months of me producing this podcast, and I'm still really enjoying the process. Despite the fact that this episode is out a little bit later than I had expected, but that's all right. It happens. Um, being consistent with this podcast every week has been a organisational challenge, to say the least. I will be taking a break from my podcast after the next week, just to take some extra time with loved ones and friends of Christmas, and I will pick, be picking it up in the first week of the new year. I wanted to talk about saying yes today because I have said it a lot recently and it is it has yielded, honestly, mostly good results. And I've also met quite an astonishing amount of people that I wouldn't have met had I had said no. So yeah, just let me explain my reasoning behind this, and whether or not you agree with me is up to you, but here we are. So as I get older, I realize that a lot of experiences have been moderated by my work or obligatory adult commitments that surround my everyday daily or weekly routines, and the people that I meet are from work or are mutually close to me, and the circle of people around me is probably pretty strong connections, but um, I'm not really expanding my ideas or my thought pattern or challenging anything that I do or why I do it. So I decided after lockdown that I would try and say yes to more people and to more interactions, to more parties, to different work opportunities, etc. And broaden the spectrum of people that I interacted with as well as the ideas and the problems that are presented to me. So I wanted to talk about a dinner that I went to the other day, and you can use it as a scenario for you to imagine your own situation, or if you've been in this situation yourself, you can probably relate on some level. So it was a mutual friend's 22nd, and I love her to bits, but honestly, I was surprised that I was invited. She's not really a close friend of mine, but we've gone on a trip together, So I went with a open mind. I felt so incredibly anxious and I got lost on the main street of Newtown because I was so distracted by what was going to happen when I got there and if anyone would like me, if everyone would judge me. And honestly, it was just because I didn't really know anyone that was going and I was just nervous and anxious and I'd had a pretty interesting week. Um, So I ended up getting lost in front of this place, but I went in eventually, late, Um, half an hour late almost, which was kind of embarrassing, but oh well. So my friend's name is Bianca, and she is this amazing, bubbly, creative person and looked absolutely stunning on the night. Anyway, I sat down in between two people I didn't know. In my head, I actually said to myself, just say yes. Yes. Meaning, just say yes to the opportunity to enjoy the night, to meet a few more people, even if it's a temporary connection. To enjoy the food that was um, given to us and the chaotic energy that really seemed to embark on us as soon as we started ordering a food. Um, if you've ever been, if you've ever been to the Drunk Dumpling in Newtown and been to that room on the side where you hold like events and things. Great vibes, great food, but always so chaotic every time I go. Anyway, it was that sort of vibe. And um, so another girl sat next to me and she was stunning, but also slightly intimidating. So we had a lot of things in common and we ended up adding each other on Instagram. And we said that we'd arrange some sort of drinks or dinner or whatever just to get to know each other a bit better. Um, in my experience, when you make a semi-superficial connection like that, following an event, a dinner, a drinks, whatever it might be, it's almost never acted upon to like make that second connection, and it's sort of forgotten about. And you say you miss each other or whatever, whatever words might have been said after that, but you never ever end up catching up. And I think everyone's experiences to a degree. Um, but sure enough, a couple of days later, we actually did arrange a dinner and we went to an amazing restaurant in Darlinghurst called Big Popper's. I've never been there, but it was honestly amazing. Um, not sponsored or anything. I just really enjoyed my experience. The food was amazing. The, the wine selection was incredible. Um, yeah, it was just a really good time and we had so much in common and we talked for hours and hours and hours. And then I realized that my train was actually not going to yawn so I needed to get home but it was a really lovely night and I really hope that I will see her again at some point obviously um she's not a a good friend yet but I am really enjoying this process of saying yes to people and also saying yes to those sort of unknown situations um I really surprised myself With that connection, in that I could turn a seemingly like fleeting connection with someone into something a little bit more permanent. It was something that I did as a child and I have stopped doing because I feel like people um, have let me down quite a lot as an adult and I stopped being as bold with things like that. Um, But honestly, saying yes in these last few weeks has given me a lot of confidence and has sort of. Lifted me up a little bit more. Um, I think it was because we genuinely had a lot in common and we were both genuinely also interested in meeting new people. And um, she, in a sense, was also saying yes to the interaction. So the effort, so to speak, was equal on both parts, which I think was really important as well. I find it really hard to make friends as an adult, mostly because I went to a really small school um, and most of those people have actually moved away right now. So they're in other parts of the world and I just can't talk to them. I can't see them very easily. So it's really hard. So I don't have a circle of friends that I can just hang out with that I know already. I have to find my own groups of people to hang out with, or I just hang out with one person, or I just don't hang out with anyone, which is absolutely fine. And I don't want people to take me on and be a part of their group because they feel pity for me but it's just hard for me because I don't have that high school group of friends that I have known forever and I have a great relationship with. Making friends with people when you're an adult is so hard because people are already in these little circles of their high school friends or whatever and they aren't really willing to leap into a small interaction with somebody that they don't know. Or having a new experience that is slightly out of their comfort zone. I think it's also to do with COVID and isolation. And we're very much, at least for me, I find it really comfortable to interact with people that I already know. And meeting new people is so scary. Like it's scary anyway, but I feel like because we're so out of practice, meeting new people and taking on new things or hobbies or opportunities almost (laughs) two times as hard because We just haven't had as much experience over the last two years in doing those things. So I find I meet the best people and have the most enjoyment in jobs and opportunities when there's something that's slightly out of my comfort zone. So I was saying before about people being sort of in their comfort zone and not willing to go out of that. I find that it's the easiest if you sort of go into a situation that is 90% comfortable and you know what's about to happen. But there's 10% of the situation of the, the thing that scares you to death. And you just want to run away and go home and get in your bed. And I always take that as a sign to say that's the right thing to do. Obviously this doesn't include anything legal. And um, I don't encourage you to do any of those things. But it's just more so measuring an interaction or measuring an opportunity in the space of It's 90%, 75% comfortable, and the rest of it is unfamiliar. And that's how you can measure okay, this is something I need to do because it's uncomfortable, but it's gonna challenge me and it's going to maybe reveal something about myself that I don't already know. So, in addition to saying yes, I have tried to be more open with my body language and allow people to be drawn to me and say hello. Or have like small conversations about the weather or about the day even if it's with someone I don't know like in the gym or if I'm in the line for somewhere instead of having my headphones in 24 7 and looking down at my phone which I was very guilty of doing today but alas <laughs> I had a lot of things to do um just being open with your body language and almost looking for these small interactions because it can be practice for when you actually do want to make a connection with someone and you don't know them. You've already had these cognitive, cognitive little interactions with people throughout your week that can give you the confidence to ask someone out on a date or just ask someone to meet, meet up with you that you don't really know, but you really like them for some reason. Um, And I have had so many small but lovely moments by doing this recently and it's been so nice. I know that sounds kind of selfish to interact with people to make you feel good but honestly just having like genuine conversation with people and being genuinely interested in someone's day or if something's happened or just having a laugh about the weather or whatever is so nice and I also don't do this all the time sometimes if I'm not vibing or I truly do want to zone out. I just put my headphones in and I don't interact with people. It's not like I go around, go around <laughs> saying hello to every single person that passes me on the street, but I do try and smile at people. Um, but I don't do this all the time. It's just something that I have been taught to do is to smile at people on the street and be nice to people because you never really know what's going on in someone's life and Maybe like a small smile or just like a wave to someone on the way past. It might make their day and you will never know, but it's honestly such a nice gesture um, and it keeps you practicing interactions with people who you don't know. So things that I would like to say yes to in the new year, but also the next few weeks, if possible, is I'd like to jump into trying a new sport or one that I did when I was younger, like gymnastics or swimming or ballet, there's a lot sort of things I tried as a younger child, and I'd love to jump into that again and be a part of something that's more than just going to the gym by myself. Um yeah. And another thing that I would like to do is have more guests on my podcast. I love talking to myself about things that I enjoy and about things that I'm working on, but I also love hearing about other people's stories and about what other people are looking forward to and what they're working on. So I'm really trying to have more people on my podcast. It's very difficult to try and find people, but everyone is busy, but we will see. Um, Next week, I have my friend Holly on my podcast, which I am really excited about. On the back of this, there are also times when I will still say no. So a small example was when I went to a party on Sunday and I really wanted to go, but I also had work at 7.30am the next day. I decided to not drink for the night and I actually went home pretty early to save myself the heartbreak for the next day. I said no to drinking and I put a boundary on other people imposing on my plans for that night and honestly, it didn't really matter. There was a lot of dancing and not much standing around so I still said yes to some lovely humans that I met that night and met people that were super sweet but I didn't drink at all and that was just what I felt comfortable with at the time. I had had a big big week last week and so many things happened so I just wanted to leave the end of the night with a good mindset and just dance and that's all I wanted to do. Um, So I said no to that and saying no for me, also means sometimes cancelling plans for the gym, not drinking in social situations because I have work the next day or simply because, like, my mental health is not that good that day or that week, putting my phone on airplane mode sometimes, so saying no to any sort of social media or anyone contacting me, I'm sorry in advance, friends and family. Um, not taking on work when I'm too tired. Saying no is not rude and it's simply imposing a personal boundary where there can be put and it's just protecting your time and your space. Um, with technology being at the forefront of our fingertips 24-7, it's really hard to say no sometimes and I think we expect people to always be there for us and to always want to interact with us on a in a technical in a technological way and that's simply not possible because people only have a certain amount of emotional capacity for that day and i think it's really important to remember sometimes that people actually have lives and people actually have work or study or families or gym or maybe they just don't want to be on their phones all the time and i i often ignore messages for maybe like a day sometimes two days And it's not because I'm ignoring the person, it's because I simply don't have time or I don't have energy for that person, for that particular question, or because it's not really an important message at the time. And I think it's really important to remember that for yourself and also for other people as well, that people have boundaries and they do need to be protected and you need to understand where someone's boundary is and why they may not be responding to you immediately. As much as I talk about saying yes in a positive light and meeting new people and being uncomfortable, these new opportunities and new people and new situations honestly give me so much anxiety and I don't feel confident sometimes to execute them at the time despite the plan already being place, being in place. Sometimes I just fake it until I feel comfortable in the situation or I decide I actually can't proceed or do whatever needs to be done and I leave. I used to be a really big pushover when it came to social situations and work commitments but I now accept that people have different intentions and staying until the end of the night when you're out on a night out or even at a dinner is almost never worth it despite the hint of FOMO that I might have on my way home and accepting an extra shift at work will absolutely not change my life, unfortunately. I am a big believer in trying new things and going outside my comfort zone. But at the end of the day, if my mental health is low or any other factor is affecting me that I simply feel unable, I don't try. I place a boundary and I make plans for a different day. I move my gym schedule to a different day. I take a week off. I make sure that I make that my mental health and my well-being is before anyone else. And if I cancel plans, I make sure that I follow up the next day and explain why I wasn't there or why I didn't want to come. And I make plans for another day when I think I might be feeling better. Um, that doesn't call for you to be rude when you're declining plans, when you're saying no. It just means that you need to have a certain amount of etiquette to... Follow up and say, I'm so sorry I couldn't come. I wasn't feeling that well. You don't even have to explain why. You can just say, I wasn't feeling well. Um, everyone doesn't feel well. That's fine. And then you just reschedule. Say, hey, I'm available this day, this day, this day. When you're available next, we still need to catch up. Then that way the other person knows that their interaction and the plans or the dinner or whatever it might have been is still important to you and it, you haven't forgotten about it but that at that very moment in time it wasn't it wasn't good for you and that's okay saying yes is also a balance of saying no and finding a happy medium between socializing and resting and being comfortable and uncomfortable at the same time as i've said previously in another episode i struggle with balance every single day and i'm a trying i am trying to achieve it and document it and explore how I feel when I think I've achieved it and where I still think I need to work on. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I will release another episode later in the week and next week I will be talking to my friend Holly, as I said before. As always, please subscribe, like, comment, etc. And follow my Instagrams so I can see where I need to improve and what you are interested in hearing me and other people speak about. Have a lovely rest of your week wherever you are and I will speak to you soon.